We have Professor Richard Wells from Stellenbosch University uh, Civil Engineering uh, Department. He's on the line. Professor, good afternoon and welcome and thank you for your time. Good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. Good to be here. I think they can't wait to hear what you have to say because, you know, everybody was shocked when they saw uh, the fire at Vodacom's headquarters in Cape Town. And apparently it was uh, ignited due to the solar installation there. Now, now it, it, it's not been confirmed as far as, I'm, I'm, uh, as far as I know, but let's start by, by our solar panels, uh, uh, our solar, solar panel fires, is it a freak accident or... You know, is this a, a scenario that has been expected and can be predicted? Well, thanks. Yeah, the couple of things. So, see, I don't know what's happened at Vodacom, so we'll wait for the details to come out. It could have been the solar panels. It could have been the coffee machine. So we'll wait to see what the findings are. Now, firstly, I mean, so we, we support solar. I mean, it's great that we're moving to, to green energy. But with every form of energy generation, there are risks, and they must be managed. In the same way, you know, when you climb in your car, there are risks. We just need to make sure they're well handled. There have been cases of solar panels catching fire around the world. I mean, we've had Walmart warehouses and various things burning down. Um, there was recently another large warehouse that went. And it's to make sure that we've got the procedures, the quality control in place. It doesn't occur frequently. I mean, I'm not. we don't have the statistics in South Africa to know when and how this is happening. But there are things we can do to make sure it, it remains an infrequent event. Because one of the problems is it's often down to quality control. Because in the same way, an electrician comes to your house and Install something. If they have poor quality installation, wrong gauge wires, bad connectors, you know, wires can overheat. Things can catch. And same thing with with solar panels. You can have um, them, them catching fire, and then they're they're actually combustible. The the panels have a certain amount of combustible materials, especially the encapsulation. So if a fire does start, it can ignite, and then it can run the fire between the panels and the roof because it actually forms a little compartment there that runs. So various things to think about. But so something. I mean, this is not panic stage but we should just be aware and making sure we're doing our installations properly so so you would suggest getting a reputable and a competent contractor to install uh, install this system but that, that's the big thing. I mean, the, the, the thing is, is solar is coming, and I mean, especially in load shedding, it does make me nervous with the rush that then people, you know, maybe firstly importing substandard uh, materials, and yeah. that's where we do need additional, I think, tests and standards for testing and ensuring quality, because, I mean, you can't, just by walking up to solar panels, you don't know if solar panel A is B and you know, C is fault. I mean, C is, is a risk. So it's, So I'd say, as with anything, make sure it's reputable brands you're installing, um, with reputable installers with a track record. Because I think one of the things, I mean, I've, I'm sure you've seen driving around, suddenly there's there's a bucky, and the bucky used to say plumbing, and suddenly there's a new sticker <laughs> on, uh, at the bottom that says, you know, solar installer as well. And yes. Mm, I wonder how much experience this guy's got. Um, and, and you don't know. So that, that's a problem we're going to be facing. And um, sm- smaller especially, but the bigger ones where also there's higher risk, I suppose. Uh, Professor, are there certain elements of a solar system that can lead to the ignition? of uh, ignition of a fire. There are a couple of things. I mean, it, as it, it's, it's generating power. So they're putting out DC power, and uh, as you couple them together, the the, um, the voltage gradually increases. And if you have an arc fault uh, or a ground fault, so that, I mean, it's a short, and it can ignite material there. And that's where the encapsulation, or let's say there's there's leaf litter build up or plastic bags that blow up there. If there's something that can catch right, it could. Once again, this is not 
not happening really, but it could happen that you know, there, there's something overheats. You also can get hot spots on panels where the, the panels themselves can overheat. That's why especially there's, there's technology being put forward and starting to become compulsory overseas in terms of just managing, monitoring panels, and especially your big installation that can shut down certain sections as and when needed. If, if it picks up, there's a fault. And uh, there are additional things that can be done. If, because as I was mentioning earlier, the, the fire kind of runs between the panel and the roof. And if you have a very large sea of panels, it just kind of keeps going. So what's useful is if there's breaks, especially in the big installations, your warehouse, shopping centers, you know, meter gap or more. That way the fire gets to it and then vents vertically and then doesn't keep going. At least you compartmentalize a zone. And then also it gives the fire department access because when the fire department arrive, the solar panels are still live. And even if you cut them off, unless you've got the, the certain measures in place, they may still be producing power. Yeah. And now the, the fire department's putting water on these. So it, it's a risk for them and also having breaks and the panels gives uh, sort of pathways for the fire department to be able to safely access installations. Yeah, because I, I, I can imagine the, the gap between the, the solar panels and the roof uh, can create uh, heat that, that can be trapped in there. Between yeah, the yeah it's, it's, good. it's almost like a little roof compartment. I mean, often what happens is, is the fire runs in these small gaps that no one even sees. So that's why you, you know, you've got this vertical gap between the, the panel and the roof, and that's why it's useful to have a horizontal gap. You, know, you stop the panel, then you have a space. You know, people can walk there, access the panels, fix them, maintain them, clean them. Yeah, just good quality maintenance and normal sort of stuff. And then it also serves as a fire vent because otherwise, for instance, it runs up the one side of the roof and then if there's panel on the other side, then it can kind of run down the other side. But if you have a vent at the top or well, just a gap at the top, then hey, the, the flames have somewhere to go and the the, the risk is... We don't have stats yet, but uh, let's see how things develop. I'm hoping this stays sort of unusual events, but um, if we've got poor quality installations, then we may see these uh, popping up. Except for uh, appointing uh, competent contractors, as you said, not not uh, uh, somebody that you can't trust. Uh, what else can one do to prevent this from happening? Uh, good maintenance. What I'd say is just yeah, uh, keep keep them clean, keep some um, material from building up. I mean, maybe once in a while get get inspected, a couple of years. You know, check wires aren't wearing out, and you know the the rats haven't eaten through the cables, and you know the exposed cables. Um, you know, weird and wonderful things I've seen where where odd things can can occur. But once again, it's it's an electrical installation. You have a, any energy generating on your roof, and it's to keep it safe, to keep it um, well maintained. Um, yeah, it, it, as I said, unfortunately, there's no magic. I mean, also things like your your batteries. Um, what people don't realize is lithium-ion batteries mm. are, oh, they burn like hell. Go go, Google lithium-ion battery fire, and you'll see some scary stuff. I did, I and, did. And... Uh, what, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> when those things hit thermal runway, it, it gets quite nasty, and there's toxic fumes, etc. So, also good quality batteries, correct um, control mechanisms, etc. Normally, normally it's fine, but yeah, if you've got substandard materials being installed, and uh, then then there could potentially be a risk, as with any electrical installation. Don't you think it's a good idea to get the contractor there every year just to check uh, everything uh, on on what, the, what on the you, panels? What, 
Yeah, I work with the guys. I mean, every year, I'm not sure in the, the codes inside, I just have to quickly check you know, what the, the uh, maintenance frequency on the different systems is. But I would say, yeah, maintain you know, your garage door, your electric gate and other things do need maintenance. So in the same way, get it serviced and maintained once in a while, every couple of years. On the bigger installations especially, because, I mean, there's a lot more power and a lot more risk. Exactly. So that's where I think the facilities management, if you've got solar panels on top of a warehouse and those catch, that. It's a, a much more significant risk, but also they're a lot more valuable and yeah, a lot more can go wrong, but you've got much more technical people involved who've designed the system and then get it checked out, maintained once in a while, as you would the rest of the factory. Absolutely. Professor Richard Wells, uh, uh, Professor Civil Engineering at Stellenbosch University, thank you very much for the information and for your time this afternoon. Thanks. It was great being with you guys. Cheers then. Bye-bye.